Welcome to the broadcast today. I appreciate you spending your week with us here on this broadcast from the offices of Bible Tracks Incorporated in Bloomington, Illinois. We are so privileged to partner with you for the gospel's sake. Can I tell you, friend, without the gospel, you and I would not have met via these airwaves right now. It's only by the grace of God that I am what I am. And furthermore, it's only by the power of the gospel that our ministry has survived and furthermore thrived for 80-something years. Praise God for his grace. We'll talk more about that. I'm excited about the Bible study today. I found something that will tag on to our study of Galatians chapter 5 and verse number 1. You will not want to miss it in just a little while. I also have with me an incredibly encouraging note from a prisoner from Arizona today, and I'd like to share that with you in just a moment. Before we do that, though, I'd like to talk about one of our standby tracks. It's called He Is Not Here. Now, here at Bible Tracks Incorporated, what we do is print, produce, design, and distribute, ship all over the world gospel tracks, little pieces of paper, gospel literature. On the inside of these tracks, it has instructions from varying different viewpoints, but all, of course, biblically based with instructions on how a lost person can know for sure they are on their way to heaven. And today, a track that I have not featured in a long while on this program, it's called He Is Not Here. Now, this is an excellent Easter and Resurrection Sunday track, but really, it works all year round. It has an excellent picture on the front cover. It shows an empty cross. He is not here anymore. The Lord Jesus Christ is not on the cross. He's also not in the grave, this track says. This man, Christ Jesus, is alive today and the Bible states in Colossians 3.1 that he sits on the right hand of God. We serve a risen Savior. He's in the world today. I know that he is living. Whatever man may say, that old song states, praise God for the opportunity to serve a risen Savior. But maybe, my listener, my friend, you don't know the Christ that I'm talking about. Maybe you'd like to know, though. You could order this tract right now. Go to our website, BibleTracksInc.org. Maybe you know Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, but you'd like to get one of these tracks or five or 10 or 50 of these tracks to pass out in your daily life. You as well can go to our website, BibleTracksInc.org. We'd absolutely love to send you some of these. We don't even charge for shipping. The only way that we survive is by the grace of God and the giving of God's generous people. You'll have the option there, of course, to help support our ministry through donations. It's not a requirement, though. We believe the gospel is free, and so are our tracks. If you'd like to order some, you can do so right now at the inclusion of this broadcast. For more information, the announcer at the inclusion of this program will be on to tell you all about how you can contact us today. As I mentioned, we have an incredibly encouraging tract from a prisoner named Matthew in Arizona. Here's what he says. Thank you for the Bible studies. I really appreciate it. I just wanted to ask you some things. He mentions, Matthew does, that he has five children aged from two and a half to nine. And he says that he writes to his oldest children and tries to share Jesus with them. He writes scriptures and things of that nature, but he wants to do more to invest in his children, even though he is currently 
behind bars. He asks us an excellent question. He says, Matthew does, I was wondering if you had any tracks that I could send to them or if you know any way I can share Jesus with them. This is part of the ministry here at Bible Tracks that I so greatly appreciate the opportunity to be a part of. Thankfully, we do have just the track. There's a track that we have called Seven Questions Boys and Girls Ask. We might need to feature that on the radio program very soon. Of course, you can get that on our website free of charge. And we're going to send some completely free to Matthew in Arizona. Matthew continues on. He says, I just got saved in January of this year, but want to learn as much as I can. Thank you very much for all that you do. May our Lord Jesus bless you. And your family, he addresses it to Todd Lofbaum here in our office, the man that communicates with the prisoners. Praise God for 40 plus, two score folks that have communicated with us from prison, telling us they've received Christ, telling us they're using our discipleship material. Praise God for your part in our ministry. Now let's turn our attention to our Bible study. We will begin in Galatians chapter 5. I'll give you just a moment to find your place there. Galatians chapter 5, verse number 1. This reminds me of how it was at the very beginning of this study through Galatians. I cannot seem to get out of Galatians chapter 5, verse number 1. There's so much goodness packed into this verse. But, Lord willing, we will get into verse number 2 and even 3 today. But here we are, Galatians chapter 5, verse number 1. I found something I really want to share with you. I'm excited to. Let's read Galatians 5 in verse number 1. It says, Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ hath made us free, and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. We're going to talk about freedom, at least right now at the beginning. Let me read for you a short passage from a commentary that I stumbled across that I believe will help you. It was an encouragement to me. Here's what it says. Paul struck a powerful note with this phrase, stand fast therefore in the liberty wherewith Christ hath made us free. He said free. He, meaning Paul, was writing to people who whatever their physical or material state, had been set free spiritually by Christ. The very word that he used in speaking to these Galatians in the original language spoke volumes to these people of Greek descent. It spoke of receiving or purchasing freedom from slavery. You see, the Greeks had a roundabout way of securing freedom for a slave. A god, or should I say a little g, false god, could supposedly purchase a slave. The slave would provide the money, but because slaves had no legal standing, he could not purchase himself. So his master would take the money from the slave and pay the appropriate amount into the temple treasury on the slave's behalf. And a document bearing these words, For Freedom would be executed. Then, because the slave was now the property of a god, nobody could enslave him again. Now we pause from this commentary to realize that you and I have not been purchased by some false or supposed or fake god. We have been purchased if we have accepted Jesus Christ as our personal Lord and Savior. His shed blood on the cross purchased 
us. We are the property of the Son of God. Nobody has any right to enslave you again. And that's what the legalists, the Judaizers that were trying to enslave the people of the churches of Galatia, that's what they were trying to do. They were trying to shackle these free Christians with the chains of the law, with silly man-made rules and regulations of religion. Friend, I must ask you again, on this topic of freedom, why would you ever choose to go back into that which you have been saved from? We are owned. We are debtors to God. Unlike this, this illustration that we hear from Greek history, Unlike that situation where the slave had to present enough money for himself to be purchased. No, friend, we offered nothing on our behalf. God did all the work. This was not a 50-50 transaction. It was not 60-40. It wasn't 90-10. It was 100% God and 0% us. All we had to do was accept. There was no work required on our end, friend. No. God did it all, and we are now free, and yet so often we choose to go back to that which we came from. Proverbs, and I please understand, my goal is not to be crass on this program right now, but Proverbs points out that just as the dog returns to his vomit, so often we are similar, aren't we? We like to go back to that which we came from, even as vile and vicious And wicked as it was, so often we are entangled, as verse number one says, entangled again with a yoke of bondage. Don't let that be the case for you. And I'll do my absolute utmost to not let that be the case for me. That will conclude verse number one. Can you believe it? We're progressing on. We're moving onward and upward. Let's look at verse number two, if you would. Paul continues, Galatians 5, 2, Behold, I, Paul, he reminds them of the authorship. He reminds them of his position as their spiritual father, their under-shepherd, the one that led them into the knowledge of Christ. Behold, I, Paul, say unto you, that if ye be circumcised, Christ shall profit you nothing. For I testify again to every man that is circumcised that he is a debtor, to do the whole law. Continue on verse number four, and then we'll explain some. Christ is become of no effect unto you. Whosoever of you are justified by the law, ye are fallen from grace. Now let's pause here for just a moment and point out that the Bible does not teach that you can lose your salvation. First John 5, 13 says, These things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God, that ye may know that you have eternal life. Understand, friend, God does not break his promises. But what Paul is pointing out here is when these Galatians, when these people of Greek descent decide that I need the regulations of religion, I need these ritualistic ways of the law, I need to become circumcised, I need to do everything just as these Judaizers are pointing things out. What Paul is pointing out is that these young Christians, these babes in the faith, are really trying to spit in the face of Christ. He says, Christ is become of no effect unto you. I testify again to every man that is circumcised, he says in verse 3, that he is a debtor to do the whole law. In for a penny, in for a pound. Friend, you can't pick and choose what portions of the law. If you choose the law, you can't pick and choose 
what portions you want to follow. You must go whole hog. There's no halfway about it. But instead of doing that, you could just choose to serve Christ. And the liberty and the freedom and the grace, wouldn't that be so much easier? Friend, in the situation of life that you are in right now, I don't know what you are trusting to gain you access to heaven. Let me say this, though. If you are trusting anything else except for Christ's shed blood and his righteousness and that alone, friend, then you are lost. And I would love to speak to you. I'd love to explain from the Bible how you can know for sure where you're going when you die. In just a moment, the announcer will be on to tell you how you can communicate with us. I'd love to talk to you about your need of a Savior. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.